views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I have got something incredible to share with you today. Marge Patasek is joining me here. We're talking about the Knowledge Book, Knowledge Book Radio. Marge is joining me. Now, I want to just say this to all of you. I actually went and I bought the Knowledge Book. And Marge was so amazing to help me understand what it was that I needed to know about the book to begin to read it. And what I'm discovering is, and I said this to her, and you're going to hear this today, because today's show is how did we get here? How did we get here? But, you know, you all have been listening to my show since 2003. And I have read in this period of time, Uh, at least 9,000 books and have interviewed as many people, pretty much, I'd say. Um, But here's what I want to say. I am just blown away by the knowledge book and what's in it. And it's as if I am like this kid in in a candy store, if I like candy, and just a sponge. And I don't quite understand it. But today's show is how did we get here? And, you know, for those of you tuning in, you may or may not even know that you can buy the knowledge book just like I did. And we'll tell you more about this. Um, Marge has been doing this show uh, with me and is getting ready to host her own show on Knowledge Book Radio. But one of the things that I love and want to share with all of you that Marge will tell you that we are in a preparation period for and in transition to the golden age. And that's why somebody like me, who doesn't quite understand this, is so drawn to knowing and listening and learning about what it is that I am personally experiencing. So why would a girl from the Bronx, after losing a job after 24 and a half years, go back to school for eight years, study the consequences of broken promises, and then be totally in joy paying thousands, tens of thousands, actually hundreds of thousands of dollars for airtime? 
to help people live life full out? Well, I don't have the answer to that, but maybe Marge does. She travels the world. She shares, you know, the knowledge book with people worldwide. And today, the question is, how did we get here? And what is evolution really is where we're going to start, Marge. It's great to have you here. Great to have you on the show. Boy, how did we get here? How did we get here? Um, (laughs) We took took the bus. (laughs) It's wonderful to be here and, and talk to you once again and talk about the knowledge book once again. How did we get here? It was a long, drawn-out process, and and um, it's been a billion-century program to get the human to the state that the human is in right now. So even though we may think that we're in this horrible state, horrible situation, chaos all over the place that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. we're actually the best that we've ever been. And for us to measure how good the good side is, because we were in a universe in equilibrium, in balance, Mm -hmm. and then if you look at what's going on on the bad side, you can actually infer how good the good side is, So, um, because we don't hear about the good side as often as we should. I think most of us will agree on that one. But what is evolution? How do we get here? Mm-hmm. There are there are different stories, different theories, different ways of approaching things. So as far as science is concerned, we started as an accident, right? Something happened and something else happened and something else happened. And all of a sudden we have a cell. We have something that combines that cell or so the cells come together. And then we have plants and then you have animals. And somewhere we go up the evolutionary chain according to science and by some freak of accident or some kind of mutation, we wind up as human. In terms of religion, there was a different theory there. Um, in that place, uh, depending on which indigenous people you talk to, to which, um, like, which culture you talk about or, or get the information from, um, God created everything in seven days. I mean, six days, and then the se- on the seventh day, he rested, right? Right. Um, so Eastern philosophy has something else. Um, I remember with the Chinese, it's, some, it's got something to do with a turtle. A yeah. turtle on his back, right? Yeah. So everyone has their own particular version of the story. But somewhere along the line, it all kind of blends all together. And somehow we got here. The origin, origin started. And I don't know whether you've gotten to the chapters where the um, the actual evolution path of how it all came together um, is explained in the knowledge book. I mean, I won't go into detail here mm-hmm. because we don't have 10 yeah, hours to go I know. over it. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, so this is evolution. But the entire point, the entire point of everything was to bring humans to the point, well, to bring everything to the point where a human could be created. And then once that human was created to with specific characteristics and qualities, how to get that human to a point where um, we can be allowed to go to dimensions, higher dimensions, where we are then become the superheroes, those beautiful beings that can go anywhere they want, transport themselves whichever way they want and do anything they want as far as um, service in, in the higher realms. Because human is one of those beings, one of these miraculous beings as far as 
I'm concerned, that is able to transcend dimensions through thought. Yeah. And even though the essence of the human, the essence is absolutely pure and is that spark of God that, that around which that energy, that crude body um, is surrounds, um, if we are connected just to that pure essence and that that essence channel is completely open and just the essence speaks, we are angels. Mm. We are absolute angels. We help everyone. We love everyone. We love everything. We accept everything. We tolerate. We're patient. We're all those beautiful qualities that we wish all of us had. Yeah. However, yeah. however, we've got this thing called the brain and the thought <laughs> process. And this is where the devilish <laughs> thoughts come in. You know, What will happen if, let's say, I put on this switch that turns on another switch that basically explodes the atom bomb? You know, mm. um, and then, well, this person did this to me and the other person did that to me. Hmm. What can I do to that person to really make them suffer because they did this to me? Right. Yeah. So yeah. it is, it is, this is the, exactly the reason why evolution is necessary. This is the reason why in some form or another, we are incarnating over and over again because it is the attempt to get our thought process, to get our thoughts and what they're calling the lordly dimension to be equal to our spiritual dimension, our spiritual totality, which is our essence. So this is where our intellect and our essence heart unite and both are, e are on the equal basis. So that's the, that's the goal. That's the purpose of why we're evolving, why we're growing. You know, I, I was really, I was, I was, I've been struck by something uh, for most of my life. I didn't know it quite the way that I, I'm, I'm thinking about it today. But this idea of imagination is everything. It's a preview of life's coming attractions. I think that's what Einstein said. I think somewhere down the road, he said something like the belief precedes reality. I mean, there are a lot of ways to talk about this and say mm -hmm. this, right? Um, but yet, uh, it, I think it's one of the most controversial uh, constructs, ideas that we have, right? It, this idea of an imagining everything and looking at it in a way where our, our beliefs do perceive reality. And, you know, how do we know this? How do we know this? So I know it for myself. I don't know it for the world, but I know it for myself because I've actually experimented with it. I've actually demonstrated some things with it. You know, and so what would some of those things be? You know, things from, you know, everything from the benign to most really important things. But I'll tell you one thing I, I've learned, and maybe we can talk about this uh, as well. If I'm imagining gloom and doom, gloom and doom shows up. If I'm imagining something, you know, that's sparkly, I don't know how to describe it, that's what shows up. How does the knowledge book uh, talk about imagination and especially as it has to do with evo evolution, if we want to call it? Yeah. Hmm. So this is what the knowledge book calls thought power. Thought and power. This is, Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And thought power is what creates our reality and what creates universes, physical universes. Um, it is our thought power that actually allows us 
to create what our heavens or our hells. If you want to know what your day is going to be like or what your life is going to be like, look at your thoughts. Really look at your thoughts. If you're really? always saying... Really, really look at them. No, exactly. yeah, because people say, oh, yeah, 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 Marge, yeah, Pat, yeah, 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 I do. No, see, the key word is really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my, my own personal example, I keep saying, oh, I don't have time. I don't have oh. time. I don't have time. How am I going to manage to fit everything that I need to do? I don't have time. And then, of course, I don't have time. and then and then this is where the knowledge book comes in the knowledge book says read what it is that's there take a lesson from it and learn meaning change your behavior based on the knowledge that you have just received okay so it tells me that i create my my reality okay fine then i'm going to say i have time and i proved it to me more than one occasion I was supposed to mail off a book. It was now 4.20. I was still at home. The drive to the post office is 10 minutes. I still had to get to to the car, park the car, drive to the post office, and the post office closed at 4.30. And I said, you know, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it, and I'm gonna make it, and I'm gonna make it. Believe it or not, I got to the post office, I got there in time. I was able to mail off the book. So you tell me what happened between 4.20 and 4.30 that, that I was able to accomplish what I needed to accomplish. If I had said I don't have time, the, the post office would have closed in front of me. I would have arrived 5, 10 minutes late because between parking and getting to the car and everything else, that all had to be taken into consideration. There is another example. I was driving to go to a meeting into Brooklyn and I got stuck. Yeah, got stuck uh, in traffic. All the lanes were closed. Only one lane was open. I said, oh, "Oh my goodness. And I had to be there at 10 o'clock. I said, okay. And of course, in Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn, there's always traffic. There's always um, no parking. So I kept saying, I'm going to make it. 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 And very slowly, I said, I'm going to make it. Next thing you know, Somebody came in with a truck and started removing all the cones. All the lanes became open. I went through faster than I had expected. However, it was still very, very close. So I said, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it because I have to account for parking. And I'm going to get there. There's going to be a parking space right in front of the door. (laughs) And I'm going to go and I'll be on time. Believe it or not, it's a good thing I was sitting in the car because I would have keeled over. (laughs) <laughs> there was a parking space right in front of the building. <laughs> I parked the car, went across the street, and I was at the meeting on time. So this is this is the power of our thoughts. And this is how I can demonstrate what we can create. Yeah. And this is where we need to be able to, to discipline ourselves and discipline our thoughts. Totally. That's the entire, that's the entire purpose of evolution. So how does the knowledge book come in with this? Number one, before this, we came, um, we were coming and we were first educated through the religious texts. Old Testament, New Testament, the Far East philosophies, all the meditation, um, all the Quran, you know, all of this came in to give us a step-by-step-by-step process through which 
the energies and the frequencies that those specific modalities gave us allowed us to vibrate and to think at a different level. And it allowed us to incorporate different teachings and different ideas to change the way we thought. So those are the teachings where we were working on love, we were working on acceptance, we were working on forgiveness, we were working on patience. So that was our alpha evolution going on during those time periods. Mm -hmm. Then once the Quran started, now the knowledge book, now is the time of knowledge. Now is the Mm. time of the intellect. And we're talking beta. This is the beta evolution that was going on. In which case, and is continuing to go on. And this is where the intellect is the ruler. And the heart doesn't have much to say at all. And this is where you become, um, what is this? I forget the name. This is tough love. You know? Yeah. This is, this right. is what it is. Do it. Never mind help. Never mind anything else. Okay? You got yeah. yourself into this mess. Get yourself out. So this right. is the tough love. This is the intellect being the ruler. Okay, but now we're in the gamma dimension. Now we're in the gamma frequencies. And this is where the alpha and the beta need to be in balance. And where they need to come to the level where they are equal to each other. And when they are equal to each other, that means the lordly and the spiritual dimensions are equal. That's when we become genuine humans. And this is where the period that we're going through right now is the gamma period. And this is the period of selection. This is the period of activity. This is movement. This is getting things done. This is getting things accomplished. And again, as we're living our lives, as we're going through whatever we need to accomplish in our lives, both on the the worldly plane as well, that allows us to go through steps and experiences that cleans up our karmas, that purifies us, continues Mm -hmm. to purify us, that allows us to get to the level of being genuine humans. And the knowledge book, we can continue this process for a very, very long time because what actually evolves us is the energies and the cosmic energies that we are given. So the human, once upon a time at the time of Moses, is not the human of today. If they were given the knowledge book, they would not be able to handle the energies and frequencies. They did not have the capacity in their bodily totality and their spiritual totality to be able to handle these energies and frequencies. They were able to handle what was given from the Torah and from the Kabbalah. Okay. So, and even the Kabbalah was not given to a human until their late forties. So the human had to be prepared, be prepared for them to be able to be included in the Kabbalah studies and practices. So, Over time, it is those energies and frequencies that allow us to evolve, that allow us to grow, vibrate in a higher frequency, and therefore have a stronger body to be able to handle the higher energies we are being given. However, that takes a long time because even if you don't do anything, don't go to church, don't go to temple, don't do anything at all, you do evolve, but very, very slowly. But this is where the knowledge book comes in with a shortcut. It allows us to go through a thousand years of evolution previously Mm -hmm. in one year. Right now, we need to go through a thousand years of evolution in a second. Okay? So what the knowledge book does is gives us a shortcut 
where instead of living through lifetime over lifetime over lifetime, we are now in one lifetime and we are able to absorb the energies and frequencies at exactly the dosage that we need at that particular point in time. And we evolve through working, through going to meetings, through meeting people, through going to work and doing our job, whatever it is that we do. It allows us to grow and allows us to evolve at a faster pace. Because once we get to the fourth dimension, actually the evolution, the reincarnation program finishes. We've been doing this for billions of centuries. Now it is time to actually prove to everyone, especially in the higher echelons, um, what we've been able to mm -hmm. accomplish and get to the level of being a genuine human. So this is where the logical comes in with the knowledge it gives us. That's number one. It builds us, allows us to become conscious, truly conscious of who we are, where we came from, how we came to be, what our purpose is, and to proceed from here. And it gives us a shortcut by which to accomplish this. Yeah, you know what's interesting about this is, uh, you know, for many of us, we've been able to take a look at our lives, right? And we, I can, I can point to to things in my life that, by all logical, rational reasons, were not supposed to happen in a good way. Everything from being accepted into school to then having, you know, uh, my research be acknowledged. I mean, there are a series of logical things. Let's just call them that sometimes we use, I think most of the time we use, to lay a precedence for what's going to happen. And what that does to me is, at least my own life, is I cut out the world of possibility. I eliminate it by thinking that just because I woke up one day and this happened, that this other thing is gonna happen in the same way. And the whole idea of possibilities, you know, moved forward by what we hold in our thought power, right, mm -hmm. is I think the new, uh, is I think what if people understood the dynamic of it, there, there wouldn't be this idea of stuckness so much the way it's growing. So let me give you a specific example. People have said to me, Pat, how can you just do this positive talk thing, right? How do you just do this? Don't you see blah, blah, blah? Well, here's what I see. One example, what happens when one organization, one country, one entity decides that, you know, having a very robust green the earth platform, what happens if an organization decides they're not going to do that? Well, there is an organization somewhere else that has decided to just do that. For example, the Chinese right now. You know, if you look at what the Chinese are doing to create more opportunities for green-friendly technology. So the question that I want to ask you is, how does the knowledge book help us in this evolution how does, how does the knowledge book help us open ourselves up more to possibilities so that our thought power can be optimized? Uh, the knowledge book there is there as a resource, as a power. It enables us. However, we are the drivers. 
We, the knowledge book, can only help us as much as we allow it to help us. In other words, this is not something that anyone else can do for you. Mm-hmm. Evolution is your own path to follow. Um, yes, we have helps. We have modalities that allow us to help. However, no one can do it for us. So for me, the knowledge book calls it, there is no intercession. I call it, this is the ultimate do-it-yourself project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and, how, and how do we let the knowledge book help us? We read, number one. We try to incorporate and try to figure out what it actually says, just like me with time. I don't have time. It says you're creating reality through your own thoughts. So that's a lesson learned from there. So this is what they're talking about, science and learning. That's the the way the knowledge book teaches is through science and learning. And science and learning basically is we look at it from the truth point of view, from the truth that the knowledge book gives us, that's number one. And number two, the learning point of view is that if you're observing something and looking at something, then you're an observer. However, if you look at something and you say, oh, if that person does it that way, and if they tell me this way, then if I change my way of doing things, then I'll be in a better position. That's the learning that they have actually learned that lesson. You've actually accomplished where you're actions change. So the knowledge book has programs, reading, writing, councils, petals, flowers, and all these programs allow us to evolve by means of being in contact with and working with other people. So when we're Previously, it was okay to sit at home and do your mm-hmm. prayers, um, do your meditations, but I don't I'm sure everyone will agree that as long as you're by yourself in your own room, everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's wonderful. You love everything and everybody. Everything is wonderful. Wonderful. The minute you come across someone who crosses your path and they irritate you, out comes the language, out comes the anger. Yep. So this is where we learn to work with each other and the people that we're with become the evolution tools for us, meaning they give us the the opportunities to learn patience, to learn tolerance, to learn acceptance, to learn all kinds of things that we didn't know, we still didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) And, And we keep going that way. So that's number one. And the energies and frequencies that come in through the programs that we do, that is an additional way of these energies to come into our bodies and to come into our auras. So this is the way the knowledge book. However, we are the drivers. We are the ones that have to decide, yes, um, this is something that I had promised to do. And yes, this is something that I need to do at this point in time, not tomorrow, not the next day, not next year, but now. And you start out buying the book, reading the book, seeing what it says, how it says, how it affects you, see what's going on. And then step by step, you arrive at a conclusion, "Hmm, maybe I should write the knowledge book. Let's see what that's like. And you start writing it. And then in my case, once I got to a point of being like halfway or more than halfway through writing the book, I decided, well, you know, I think I am one of those people that, that the knowledge book talks about where I did 
somehow make a promise to come here and do this program. So I think I better do this program and live up to my obligation. So I started it. And step by step, I changed. The people around me changed. And this is how we become the drivers. And one thing I wanted to also mention is this. Everyone has set out for themselves a particular task in this lifetime a particular set of characteristics that we need to attain in that particular lifetime. So we can say that, yes, I will be able to heal myself. However, if we had promised to undergo a specific hardship in conjunction with another human being, or if we had promised to become sick in a particular way in order to provide the opportunity for someone else to go through the caregiving process, then we will go through that sickness and we will go through whatever our life destiny is, Mm -hmm. knowing full well that this is another modality of us being able to get to a higher dimension. Perhaps it's a karma that we need to pay off at this lifetime. Perhaps this is something that's a communal project that we had done with a group of people to be able to accomplish all of our goals. So it all works together. Wow. You know, one of the things I love about this is that someone said to me, you know, stop fighting everything. And I thought, okay, everything, stop fighting everything. And what happens is that sometimes, you know, I've noticed for me, it it shows up as resistance. And there's this notion to step in to the why me, you know, why is this mine to do? And when we come back, I want to talk with you about, listen, there is a process. Are you engaged in it? Uh, We're also opening up the phone lines and we're asking the question, are you engaged in it? What is it that's going on with you at the moment that you perhaps want a little insight to? Uh, also, I want to make sure if you want it, that for those of you out there, you can find out more about Marge, find out more about the book, actually, you know, purchase the book at www.usa.theknowledgebook.net. And if you want to go to the Dr. Pat show, just click on the picture and it'll get you there. Uh, 1-800-930-2819 is our call in number. If you go to the Dr. Pat show, you can ask your question right there on our ask a question screen. When we come back, you know, if there's a process, how come I don't know it? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Come and move that in my direction. Thankful for that, it's such a blessing, yeah. Turn every situation into heaven, yeah. Oh, you are. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit vickyworldart.com. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. 
Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 9 Theangellady.net. 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 1-800-323-1790. Sue Storm. TheAngelLady.net. Did you know what you learned in school was wrong and there is actually a fourth phase of water beyond liquid, vapor, and ice? I know, I know. I too was shocked when I learned this. What makes this new discovery so exciting? In scientific terms, this cutting-edge research explains the energetic potency of water. In practical terms, this missing link of water is now breaking open the floodgates for us to have a more complete understanding of our health, our weather, and the physics of our world. Join researcher, award-winning presenter, and author Professor Gerald Pollack of the University of Washington as he shares new scientific insights about how this fourth phase of water, the sun's energy, and geomagnetism affect our planet and how this affects you at East West Bookshop in Seattle on Saturday, August 5th at 7 p.m. For more information or to register, go to eastwestbookshop.com or call Wow. Hey, everybody. Marge Fantastic joining me here today. And as I said before, Marge travels the world and brings the knowledge book to people all over the globe. If you want to find out more about the knowledge book, about some of the classes that are offered, um, go to www.usa.thenowledgebook.net. You can also purchase the knowledge book. I have it right here uh, as well. And today, uh, what questions do you have? You know, what is happening in your life that's maybe baffling you? Um, And I will tell you this, that uh, there is a level of insight that could happen if we are open to it. And I think that's the key to one of the things we're talking about today. Um, 1-800-930-2819. Marge, you were talking about discipline. And, you know, what I just said, I called it opening. You know, having an openness to be able to ask the question, what else is possible? And, you know, some people think, well, is there really a process, Pat, 
you know, do we, you know, aren't things happening randomly? And I'm not even going to say chaos because we already did a show on that. But I want to ask you about this. You know, the process of evolution, which is a process that we have within ourselves, because aren't we evolving? Okay, part of the whole thing that that propels us forward is the chaos, is the bad news that we get, which turns out to be the best news that we ever received, because that is what allows us to propel ourselves forward. Mm -hmm. Every bad experience is actually contains a key to an additional piece of our own particular power, to an additional piece of knowledge, to an additional piece where we can take the next step forward. And once we open that door, we're in a different place, we're in a different uh, dimension, and then we get additional help from that dimension and then the experiences that we go through in that dimension, again, become the keys for us to go up and up and up on the evolutionary ladder and allow us to eventually become genuine humans. Now, part of what we are going through, um, and at, um, at some point in time, I heard the comment that someone made that the current stock market or the previous stock market mm -hmm. was was um, the... the um, not the Xanax, but anyway, there's yeah. a tranquilizer that everybody is on. Yeah. And, and this kind of short circuits what actually is being presented to us. Because what happens when we are met with a deadline, when we are met with a circumstance that we somehow need to deal with, we go into the state that's called anxiety. Yeah. We become anxious, we become nervous. And that particular anxiety in the knowledge book term for that is endüşen. This is the Turkish word for anxiety. And that's a particular energy that you go through. This is this fear mode. And that fear mode actually propels you to the next dimension. And what we're doing through taking drugs, through having, whether they're prescription or, or you know, recreational drugs, as they are called, we are short-circuiting that process. We are not allowing ourselves to feel that anxiety, to feel that fear, to feel that discomfort because we mask it and we go into depression, even deeper depression because we are not fulfilling what we ourselves have promised ourselves to do. Mm -hmm. So we need to go into the process and discipline. Discipline is learned. Yeah. Discipline is saying, okay, fine. I will read the knowledge book every day. That's fine. Um, and I just set aside an hour. And that's it. I read during that hour. And work that process during that hour. Is it always easy? No. Um, I get called here. I get called there. I get called somewhere. But at some point in time, the phone gets shut down. <laughs> Nobody comes into the apartment. I don't go anywhere. And I read. Right. And that's it. So this is a learning of discipline. And interestingly mm -hmm. enough, the, the, when you really are focused on the reading and not having your thoughts go all over the place, you know, oh, I need to go shopping. I need to buy mm. groceries. I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah. You're actually focusing on trying to understand the knowledge book as you're reading. The reading goes surprisingly fast. It's when you're trying to hurry to get through, that's when it becomes long. Yeah, time stops. 
See, time for me, stops. it's this idea of time stops. That's what happens when I do the radio show. I don't have a sense of time. And I've been doing this long enough that I know automatically when to go to breaks. But before that, though, um, what would happen is Benny would have to cue me up. I mean, you just heard Benny do it now where he mm-hmm. said, are you ready? Right. Because mm-hmm. time does stop. Is that sort of what you're, you mean as well? with the knowledge book because I don't have a sense of time when I'm reading the knowledge book either. Um, There is no sense of time. That's number one. Number two, the other thing is it is amazing. See, when I go to Turkey, Mm -hmm. um, the people there have been involved with the knowledge book uh, for much, much longer than me, maybe 20 years, maybe 30 years. And when I look at what they're able to accomplish in the time that they have, it just becomes mind blowing. I'm, you know, I'm a work in progress, just like everybody (laughs) else is. Um, So I'm not there yet. And it's amazing how much they're able to accomplish. We had a program in Turkey this past June. It's called To Friendship. It's a unification and expansion program. And this is where speakers from all over the world are invited to speak. Uh, to the audience there. The audience comes from Turkey and from all over the world. And and this opens up the Omega dimension to the entire world as the speakers are speaking. And basically, within a matter of six weeks, the entire program was prepared, including the stage decorations, and they had um, the, the flags of all the nations in the entire world were around mm. the wow. stage in a... In a um, the entire... Um, the the um, the media was prepared. The programs were prepared. Tickets were prepared. Um, our IDs were prepared. The accommodations were prepared. The the place where it was being held, everything was prepared within a matter of six weeks. And the number of people that were actually working, I thought there would be at least a hundred people working. There were twelve. Wow. And these are people who have a full time job. Yeah. And who did this, you know, on the side, as it were. Right. And somehow they manage to go to work and do whatever they need to do at work. And they take care of their families and take care of themselves. And they go to the meetings that they need to go to. And somehow the time is there available to them. So this is where my work in progress becomes, you know, how do I be just like they are and do what they do? And they always tell me. Read the knowledge book, do the programs, and everything will be fine. Yeah. You know, there is this idea of uh, having, I used to have a friend that used to say to me, Marge, used to say, God forbid, peace breaks out, Pat. What would your life look like? And I never understood it. And what they were saying to me was given where I was, and this is going back a few years, that in my life at the time, it did seem like a lot of things were going on in a not so great way. And yet at the same time, when I think about that now, um, the question really is for me, my goodness, what's going to happen if chaos actually breaks out so that I even notice it? And yet yet we talked about this last time, You know, we talked about this idea of chaos and what it looks like, what it does, what it is, and what it's not. In today's world, 
Marge. We use the term stress. That's our word. I'm stressed. My children mm -hmm. are stressed. My mother is stressed. We're stressed. And I'm not sure. Does stress help us with the evolution process? Um, stress itself is something that we experience that may actually cause cancer. Mm. Um, it is a negativity yeah. that causes cancer. Now, stress in itself is caused, at least in my understanding at this point, mm -hmm. is the fact that we do not accept what is coming to us as it is. We want mm -hmm. something else to happen. And acceptance is actually de-stresses us in a few ways. Number one, mm -hmm. when you see everything in the positive sense, because in the, in the law of acceptance, everything is positive, then stress disappears. Right. Even though someone is coming at you with anger and, you know, fumes coming out of their ears, if you accept it as that person purifying themselves by releasing from themselves the negativity that they have been stored inside, and you allow that negativity to come to the outside without fighting back, that that becomes your key to learning patience, to learning yeah. acceptance, to learning love. If someone does something to you um, in terms of even you losing your job or losing something that was precious to you, if you accept it and you're in acceptance and you see that as being perfect, then you also see that there is possibility in there that something that you had done previously at some point in time, that's your opportunity to release that karma and purify that karma and now be in a better position. So no matter what happens and whatever we see anything happening, we see it as being perfect because even though it may look bad, it may feel bad, however, the result is always positive. And how many of us, there are so many people who have children who have disabilities. Yeah. And at first, at first it looks like they are, that's the worst thing that could have happened to them. But in the end, when the people actually go through the process and accept and finally are at the other end of things, they say that this is the biggest gift there ever was. When you, another example, now we have um, this uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yeah, yeah. Remember, that person lost a daughter, lost yeah. a child. Yeah. It is because that person lost a the child, they said no more. And they were able then to turn the situation around and how many children's lives were saved because that program is now in place. So this, for me, is a de-stressor. Acceptance is a de-stressor. Part of the truth that the knowledge book or all of the truth that the knowledge book gives us becomes our way of being stressless. Plus the energies and the frequencies that allows us to evolve and that allows us to build a magnetic field that is strong protects us from any negativity that may come and actually hurt us like radioactive um, cosmic rays. So it's, it's an amazing book, and it does amazing things. But again, yeah. we need to allow that book to actually work on us. 
Yeah. Well, and that's part of what I wanted to talk about here today as well is this notion that some here, somehow in the world we live in, that 6,000 years ago, there we were, here we are today. And, you know, for many people, they are looking at their lives in their future as limited and narrow. For other people, they're looking at their lives and their future uh, from a different perspective. But the question is, if we are to evolve and we are evolving, are we evolving, and this is my, my language, are we evolving in a good way? And I know that that's not necessarily what the knowledge book says, but it's what we think about. You know, we think about the fact that uh, two days ago or yesterday, uh, people in government were banned from using the term uh, climate change. If you use, if you're part of the government, you use climate change, you're going to be fired. And uh, my friend emailed me and said, oh man, that's horrible. That's horrible. But is it really horrible? The fact that I'm even talking about it on a radio show, uh, I don't know if it's horrible, but what is it going to take for us to reach that Wonder Woman status, so to speak? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Is it even possible? It is possible, and we are evolving. I don't think yeah. there is any difference between good or bad evolution as long as mm-hmm. you're evolving. Even if you yeah. were doing nothing before, you were evolving. However, the time frame that's given to humanity is short. So we've been given three cosmic ages where we need to get our act together, and mm-hmm. that's we've got maybe 183 years left of it. So of the three cosmic ages. And mm-hmm. that's why the book is here. That's why the programs are here. That's why everything, everything that is going on, this is part of acceptance. This is part of where we are. Everything that is going on is not intrinsically evil. It is a way for us to do things differently. This is an opportunity for us to see what happens when these things happen and what the results are and for us to do just the opposite. Um, and to create programs that do the opposite. Yeah. So eventually, all of it, and this is this is one of the beauties of being in the knowledge book, as you get yeah. to understand and look at things from a completely different viewpoint, where before we could be stressed out, where before we could be anxious, we could in a different way. Right now, we see what's happening as it's happening, and basically, we understand that there's a purpose and a goal behind it, yeah. That everything is a lesson for us, that everything becomes an opportunity for us to grow and to be more powerful and to go into more of our spiritual totality. So that's the entire purpose. That's the entire goal. And eventually all humans will become unified. All nations will become unified. And there will come a time in the golden age that when there will be one world state and one people. And this is what we're going for. Sometimes it'll take some of us longer. Some of us will have to go through tougher lessons because we need to catch up. Or we need to make up for a much more difficult karma um, that we had created for us previously. So now our objective or my objective is to create as little karma as possible. Right. (laughs) Because uh, it's, I mean, I don't know whether you've noticed, but right now it's immediate karma payback time. 
Yeah, it is, isn't I it? Have, what, what, what do you mean I, by that specifically? Because I think I know what you mean. I want our listeners to understand. Okay, well, we do watch our thoughts, or at least I try to watch my thoughts yeah. and, and be positive all the time. But sometimes my thoughts, you know, get away from me and yeah. I start thinking, oh, that person is so, so and so and yeah. such and such, and she did so and so and such and such. And I'd happen at that time to be, and that was a cutting remark, right? Yeah. So at the time I happened to be doing something with a knife and of course I cut my finger. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. I cut others. I cut myself. That's it. So said, oh, okay, fine. Got it. All right. Back to not thinking ill thoughts about people <laughs> or not blaming others for something that you did yourself. So, you know, it's it's a work in progress, but the help book helps a lot. It does help a lot. Well, what it does is it helps really, and what I'm fascinated by with myself is I as 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 you read the thoughts of real life examples that happened in my life pop up. They just pop up. Linda asked me an interesting question yesterday. I have a project that I'm working on, which doesn't have anything to do with radio. It's one of the humanitarian things I get involved in um, for people with uh, addictions. And so I said to her, you know, I am in search of uh, 11.5 million and I thought of so-and-so for it. And Linda said, really? What made you think of it? And I said, it just, his name just popped up. And, and so Linda is, it says it, it just popped up. You know, were you, were you doing, I said, no, Linda, out of the blue, it just popped up. But the reality is I was reading the knowledge book. And so did it really just pop up? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And so that's going to be like a question for, you know, the next shows we do, because it seems like to an outsider that it just pops up. But what was I thinking, Marge? I was thinking something like, wow, the person we had to invest to open up the door for another 300 million had a serious car accident. And so, of course, is not, you know, able at this moment to move ahead. And I'm like reading and I'm thinking what else is possible. So then this other individual who I had not thought about in a year just pops up, picked up the phone and called him. Mm -hmm. That I think is what we're talking about today. You know, this notion of discipline is to help us in life, isn't it? Yes. Mm. And and the way things work with the knowledge book and the way things work in our brains, basically, they send us energy pores. Mm. We interpret them as ideas. Awesome. So this is this is the communication that we have with the higher authorities, higher powers, celestial beings, however you want to call them, mm-hmm. the divine authorities. Um, but this is it. They send us energy pores. We interpret them as ideas. So this is mm-hmm. how we get our answers. This is how the knowledge book answers our questions. Because one of the functions of the knowledge book is that anytime we have a question, and this is what happens when we read, we get a question in our head. Yeah. How does that work? Why right. are they using that word? Why, what, what are they talking about here? And as we're reading, as that, as that question is in our heads, somewhere along the line, the answer will pop up in the book. 
or we will hear it somewhere on the radio, or someone will say something that provides that answer. So the knowledge book is also a book of answers to all the questions that we have from whatever dimension they are um, being held at the time. Wow. Marge, I love this. Thank you so very, very, very much for today. And you're going to be getting ready to host your own show, too. I'm excited about that. Me too. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to talk people and let people uh, know about the knowledge book. Again, the opportunity is there. It is up to us to pick it up and actually do something with it. And what I want to say is I'm experiencing, since I started to read it, this level of ease and grace. So I don't even have a sense of some things that are happening around me in my immediate world unless somebody points it out to me. And I find that the most fascinating thing. I find that just incredibly interesting, right? So we'll talk about that and much more. For those of you out there, I want to make sure you go to the website um, to find more about the knowledge book. You can definitely go to the Dr. Patcher Transformation Talk Radio or www.usa.thenowledgebook.net. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.